Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Jeremiah. We pick up in chapter 3, where it was a continuation of chapter 2, the discussion of Israel forsaking the Lord. And he goes through and he's talking about all of the things that they've done to reject him and how they've defiled themselves and how they have not been respectful even to themselves and how they've defiled even the land with their wickedness. And then it says, even though they do all of this, it says, have you not just called to me, my father, my friend from my youth? Will you always be angry? Will your wrath continue forever? And then he closes this part by saying, this is how you talk, but you do all the evil you can. So on one side, they're defiling themselves in the land. And on the other hand, they're actually calling out to the Lord and asking him to help, even though they continue to do evil. So then picking up in verse 6, it says, During the reign of King Josiah, the Lord said to me, and of course Jeremiah is speaking, Have you seen what faithless Israel has done? She has gone up on every high hill and under every spreading tree and has committed adultery there. I thought that after she had done all this, she would return to me, but she did not. And her unfaithful sister Judah saw it. I gave faithless Israel her certificate of divorce and sent her away because of her adulteries. Yet I saw that her unfaithful sister Judah had no fear. She also went out and committed adultery. Because Israel's immorality mattered so little to her, she defiled the land and committed adultery with stone and wood. So, of course, the Lord is using this symbolically as the relationship between the bride and the groom in the same way that Israel and Judah were both as the bride unfaithful to the groom, which is the Lord. It says, in spite of all this, her unfaithful sister Judah did not return to me with all her heart, but only in pretense, declares the Lord. The Lord said to me, faithless Israel is more righteous than unfaithful Judah. Go proclaim this message toward the north. Return, faithless Israel, declares the Lord. I will frown on you no longer, for I am merciful, declares the Lord. I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your guilt. You have rebelled against the Lord your God. You have scattered your favors to foreign gods under every spreading tree and have not obeyed me. Return, faithless people, declares the Lord, for I am your husband. I will choose you, one from a town and two from a clan, and bring you to Zion. Then I will give you shepherds after my own heart, who will lead you with knowledge and understanding. In those days, when your numbers have increased greatly in the land, declares the Lord, Men will no longer say, The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. It will never enter their minds or be remembered. It will not be missed, nor will another be made. At that time they will call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord, and all nations will gather in Jerusalem to honor the name of the Lord. No longer will they follow the stubbornness of their evil hearts. In those days the house of Judah will join the house of Israel, and together They will come from a northern land to the land I gave your forefathers as an inheritance. I myself said, how gladly would I treat you like sons and give you a desirable land, the most beautiful inheritance of any nation. I thought you would call me father and not turn away from following me, but like a woman unfaithful to her husband. So you have been unfaithful to me, O house of Israel, declares the Lord. And then it's a call out. It says, return, faithless people. 
It says, I will cure you of backsliding. And then the response, yes, we will come to you, for you are the Lord our God. In verse 25, it says, let us lie down in our shame and let our disgrace cover us. We have sinned against the Lord our God, both we and our fathers, from our youth till this day. We have not obeyed the Lord our God. So then picking up in chapter 4, it says, If you will return, O Israel, return to me, declares the Lord. If you put your detestable idols out of my sight and no longer grow astray, and if in a truthful, just, and righteous way you swear, as surely as the Lord lives, then the nations will be blessed by him, and in him they will glory. This is what the Lord says to the men of Judah and Jerusalem. He tells them, circumcise yourselves to the Lord, circumcise your hearts, you men of Judah and people of Jerusalem, or my wrath will break out and burn like fire because of the evil you have done. Burn with no one to quench it. And then picking up in verse 5, it talks about disaster coming from the north, and this is referring to the Babylonians. It says, announce in Judah and proclaim in Jerusalem and say, sound the trumpet throughout the land. Cry aloud and say, gather together, let us flee to the fortified cities, raise the signal to go to Zion, flee for safety without delay, for I am bringing disaster from the north, terrible destruction. Then moving down to verse 10, it talks about what the false prophets have told the people, that they've been deceived, saying that there will be peace when the sword is at our throats. At that time, this people in Jerusalem will be told a scorching wind from the barren heights in the desert blows toward my people but not to winnow or cleanse. A wind too strong for that comes from me. Now I pronounce my judgments against them. Verse 16 says, Tell this to the nations, proclaim it to Jerusalem. A besieging army is coming from a distant land, raising a war cry against the cities of Judah. And of course, again, it's talking about the Babylonians. And then he goes on to talk about the conduct and the actions of the people and how they've brought this upon themselves, and this is their punishment, and how bitter it is. It says of Jeremiah, My anguish, my anguish, I writhe in pain, the agony of my heart, my heart pounds within me. He says disaster follows disaster, the whole land lies in ruins. In an instant, my tents are destroyed, my shelter in a moment. How long must I see the battle standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? And then the Lord says, My people are fools. They do not know me. They are senseless children. They have no understanding. They are skilled in doing evil. They know not how to do good. Then back to Jeremiah, it says, I looked at the earth, and it was formless and empty, and at the heavens, and their light was gone. I looked at the mountains. They were quaking. At the hills, they were swaying. I looked, and there were no people. Every bird in the sky had flown away. I looked, and the fruitful land was a desert, and the towns lay in ruins before the Lord, before his fierce anger. So then the Lord responds and says, The whole land will be ruined, though I will not destroy it completely. Therefore the earth will mourn, and the heavens above grow dark, because I have spoken and will not relent. I have decided and will not turn back. So this is the response to the actions of the people, and Jeremiah is crying out to the Lord about it. He is lamenting the fact that this is going to happen, and we know also that this prophet, Jeremiah, wrote the book of Lamentations, 
lamenting the destruction and the, and the downfall of Jerusalem. It's also relevant that Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet because he truly bears the weight of what's happening here and it's caused him to be so distressed. He's crying out to the Lord. So that ends chapter 4. We'll pick up next time in the book of the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 5.